Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Front Row Chaos. I am your host, Travis Smith, and today we are going to be covering Memorial Day, which is going to be coming up here soon. It's a day that uh, we honor the people in this great nation who have gave the ultimate sacrifice, who have died in the line of duty or service for this great nation, and we will we will be starting off this episode with a very special Memorial Day poem. I hope you enjoy it, and then we will get right into talking about the history of Memorial Day, what it means to us, and how we can honor those who have served. Today we remember and give thanks to the men and women of the red, white, and blue. We are here today as a country because of all of you. For your heroism, bravery, strength, and resolve has sustained this great nation from ever its dissolve. You've liberated, you've spread hope, and many have made the ultimate sacrifice for what you fought to defeat yet still fought to protect sadly many have paid the ultimate price founded on the values of life liberty and the pursuit of happiness there's been many challenges we've had to climb an ancient concept brought forth during what was a revolutionary time. It's our values and our people that make America great. May we always remember that our freedom isn't free, a responsibility carried with a very heavy weight. We thank you for your service and wish to honor your memory on this Memorial Day. For all who we've lost, I'll never be able to repay. Not enough of us pause. Not enough of us remember. But today, we acknowledge and pay gratitude for the brave men and women who are no longer on earth, but whose souls will remain eternal like the ever-glowing fire of our nation's birth. Thank you for your service. We remember you. You know, Memorial Day has always been a holiday that uh, I believe that I have taken for granted in my younger years. I never really gave it a whole lot of thought when I was younger. And looking back now that I'm older, I definitely do give it much more pause and thought than I did back then. A lot of times we have so many things going on in our life, especially when you're younger and you're in school and all you really can think about is that summer vacation. And Memorial Day is pretty much right there when that would happen. Sometimes it's a little earlier and sometimes it's right there for wherever you graduated or wherever you go to school. But it has always been a... uh, on my mind and something that I definitely 
take seriously now that I'm older and that I appreciate life a lot more than I did when I was younger. I've always tried to attend the Memorial Day service at the Gridley Cemetery. And by the way, that crew down there, if you've never been to that Memorial Day service, it is a spectacular event. You have all the flags all the way down the roads. It's, it's a sight to see. You have the awesome area that they've created in the back for this event. It's got all of the armed services there. It is really a, a, a well-done and well-run event, and I have to say hats off to the cemetery crew that put that together. The speakers that they have every year are great. And then, of course, you have the flyby by Beale, and they fly over that right over the top of you, and it is awesome to see and to be there and to honor those who have given the ultimate sacrifice. And the ultimate sacrifice is... They're out of the game and we're still in it, right? That's how it goes. Eventually, one day, we'll be down there in that cemetery or in a cemetery somewhere. And it's just good to pause and give thanks to those that have gone before us that have made our life here in this great nation the way it is today. And I know a lot can say that there's a lot wrong with this great nation, but not in my opinion. Uh, This great nation will always be great no matter who's running it because we will make it great as citizens of this great nation. I'm going to run now through some history of Memorial Day, what it would be to be in that situation, to know that you're given the ultimate sacrifice. I I can't even imagine that. I know it's hard for our young people. It's hard for me to imagine that, that ultimate sacrifice being paid to keep this country safe and to keep our lives going in the way that we would like it to go. So we'll start off a little bit with some history of Memorial Day and how it ever got started. So Memorial Day was originally known as Decoration Day. It is a federal holiday in the United States for mourning the U.S. military personnel who have died while serving in the United States Armed Forces. It is observed on the last Monday of May. It was formally observed on May 30th from 1868 to 1970. Now, most people visit cemeteries and memorials on Memorial Day to honor and mourn those who died while serving in the U.S. military. Many volunteers place an American flag on graves of military personnel in national cemeteries. Memorial Day is also considered the unofficial beginning of summer in the United States. In April 1865, following Lincoln's assassination, commemorations were widespread. The more than 600,000 soldiers of both sides who died in the Civil War meant that burial and memorialization took on a new cultural significance. Under the leadership of women during the war, an increasingly formal practice of decorating graves had taken shape. In 1865, the federal government also began creating the United States National Cemetery System for the Union War dead. The name Memorial Day, which was first attested in 1882 gradually became more common than Decoration Day after World War II, but was not declared the official name by federal law until 1967. On June 28, 1968, Congress passed the Uniform Monday Holiday Act, which moved four holidays, including Memorial Day, from their traditional dates to a specific Monday in order to create a convenient three-day weekend. 
The change moved Memorial Day from its traditional May 30th date to the last Monday in May. The law took effect at the federal level in 1971. After some initial confusion and unwillingness to comply, all 50 states adopted Congress's change of date within a few years. I've got a special tribute now to Lieutenant Michael Murphy, Navy SEAL in Afghanistan. So let's go ahead and listen to this and then we'll get back. Michael also earned the respect of his men. They remember a wise cracking friend who went by Mikey or Murph. They remember a patriot who wore a New York City firehouse patch on his uniform in honor of the heroes of 9-11. And they remember an officer who respected their opinions and led them with an understated yet unmistakable sense of command. Together, Michael and his fellow SEALs deployed multiple times around the world in the war against the extremists and radicals. And while their missions were often carried out in secrecy, their love of country and devotion to each other was always clear. On June 28, 2005, Michael would give his life for these ideals. While conducting surveillance on a mountain ridge in Afghanistan, he and three fellow SEALs were surrounded by a much larger enemy force. Their only escape was down the side of a mountain, and the SEALs launched a valiant counterattack while cascading from cliff to cliff. But as the enemy closed in, Michael recognized that the survival of his men depended on calling back to the base for reinforcements. With complete disregard for his own life, he moved into a clearing where his phone would get reception. He made the call, and Michael then fell under heavy fire. Yet his grace and upbringing never deserted him. Though severely wounded, he said thank you before hanging up and returned to the fight before losing his life. Unfortunately, the helicopter carrying the reinforcements never reached the scene. It crashed after being struck by a rocket-propelled grenade. And in the end, more Americans died in Afghanistan on June 28, 2005 than on any other day since the beginning of Operation Enduring Freedom. This day of tragedy also is the sad distinction of being the deadliest for Navy, Navy Special Warfare Forces since World War II. One of Michael's fellow SEALs did make it off the mountain ridge. He was one of Michael's closest friends. Petty Officer Marcus Luttrell of Texas, author of a riveting book called Lone Survivor, put it this way, Mikey was the best officer I ever knew, an iron-souled warrior of colossal and almost unbelievable courage in the face of the enemy. For his courage, we award Lieutenant Michael Murphy the first Medal of Honor for combat in Afghanistan. And with this medal, we acknowledge a debt that will not diminish with time and can never be repaid. Our nation is blessed to have volunteers like Michael who risk their lives for our freedom. We're blessed to have mothers and fathers like Maureen and Dan Murphy who raised sons of such character and courage. And we're blessed with the mercy of a loving God who comforts all those who grieve. And now I ask Michael's parents to join me on stage and the military aide will read the citation. That's really hard to uh, listen to and then to comment after listening to Lieutenant Michael Murphy's story and the act of bravery and heroism that he did on that day and I just hats off to him and people that can 
protect this country in that way it's unbelievable to me and i hope that you can appreciate that and understand how important what we have here as a country to protect is and how we desperately need people like michael murphy out there in our armed forces to be able to defend us to the death at a moment's notice whenever it's needed and i just hats off to you michael and all the others who've given their lives in that respect it's greatly appreciated that's for sure private george watson was the first african-american to receive the army's second highest award the distinguished service cross in world war ii in 1997 he was one of seven americans awarded the medal of honor by president bill clinton no african-americans received the medal of honor in the years immediately after the war then you have First Lieutenant Alexander Bonneman Jr., a Medal of Honor and Purple Heart recipient for his bravery during the Battle of Tararwa. Bonneman was buried in a battlefield cemetery on a tiny Betito Island along with dozens of fellow Marines. So he's another one. Private Earl Ke Keaton, assigned to the Anti-Tank Company, 126th Infantry Regiment, 32nd Infantry Division. That under heavy, heavy Japanese attack while his unit defended a position that would be known as Hudgens Roadblock. He was buried there with Private John H. Coop, also of New Orleans, where the men fell. And we have First Lieutenant Leonard Isaacs. Marine First Lieutenant Leonard Isaacs sustained fatal injuries on the beach at Iwo Jima in February 1945 when a mortar shell hit his foxhole. Isaacs, a New Orleans native, earned a posthumous Purple Heart awarded for his bravery he also left behind a wife and three kids last but definitely not least is a good friend of my dad's his name was steve bayless and he was killed in the vietnam conflict after stepping on a landmine and if steve was around today he would be one of the pillars of our community he was a fantastic guy according to my dad and all those who knew him knew he would do anything for you so, Steve, if you're listening, hats off to you, my friend. So, there's so many you could just go through. We'd be here for hours, days, years to go through everyone that has made the ultimate sacrifice for this great country. And it's hard to really put into words and really honor them. It's uh, really difficult for me. Years ago, I'm sure you remember when Saving Private Ryan came out and that film the first part of that film is absolutely mind-boggling what those men went through in those boats that had no top on them that had that big door that would come down and you could hear the bullets bouncing off the door knowing that as soon as that door drops you got no more cover and you were all kind of on your own and I, I just can't imagine that feeling knowing that the object of this mission is to crowd the beach and just wave after wave after wave just so we can get in there. We know we're going to lose a ton of you. That's a given. But we have to get there and we have to take these beaches. That to me is really a testament because you are pretty much a sitting duck at that point. You know that they are right on the other side of that metal door on that boat i can't imagine especially if you drew the the bad lot by being in the front part of the boat i just 
what it would take to exit that, that boat, to go forward in the midst of all that chaos and all of that lethal projectiles coming at you from all angles to be able to get there, do your job, take that back from Germany was a complete heroic feat that I think, in my opinion, every person in this country, especially the young, as difficult as that scene is to watch, I think it's critical that they watch that and understand what has been given in the past so that they have the freedoms that they have today. That scene, I think, pretty much sums up what Memorial Day is all about. Unrelenting sacrifice for people that are on our shores so that they can say and do what they want to do within the laws of this great country. I have always been a fan of free speech and to be able to say what's on your mind and for me be able to say what's on my mind and not try to have anybody voice silent. I, I use the analogy of this. I'm not a smoker. If I go to the polls and if there was, let's say, a ballot initiative to ban smoking totally, I would never be for it because I don't believe that's my right to tell you if that's what you want to do, to do it. Now, obviously, I don't go that way with drugs and things like that because that can be detrimental to me if somebody breaks into my house on drugs or somebody drives a car into me on drugs and this and that. And so laws in certain areas are good, but I always respect the fact that you are free by what these people have done before us in the service of this great country. So yes, if you were to ask me today, I would fight for this country to the end. That's just my prerogative. I, I believe it's worth it. I hope the younger generation believes it's worth it because I don't think that we're in for very good times ahead. I believe, unfortunately, that things will get worse. I don't like to think that way, but I just going off of what we've seen in the world and what we have to uh, deal with and I just don't know if it's going to get better anytime soon and I just want us as a country to be prepared for that because we have to be prepared for that if we want to keep the life that we have it's just that simple this nation will remain the land of the free only so long as it is the home of the brave it is foolish and wrong to mourn the men who died. Rather, we should thank God such men lived. Those who have long enjoyed such privileges as we enjoy forget in time that men have died to win them. For love of country, they accepted death and thus resolved all doubts and made immortal their patriotism and their virtue. Our flag does not fly because the wind moves it. It flies with the last breath of each soldier who died protecting it. There is nothing nobler 
than risking your life for your country. America without her soldiers would be like God without his angels. It doesn't take a hero to order men into battle. It takes a hero to be one of those men who goes into battle. I believe our flag is more than just cloth and ink. It is the history of our nation and it's marked by the blood of those who died defending it. Freedom, ladies and gentlemen, is not free. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have enjoyed this special edition of Front Row Chaos. And if you get a chance this Memorial Day, go to one of those ceremonies and honor those who have given the ultimate sacrifice. If you know of a family that has given the ultimate sacrifice, let them know how much you appreciate them and what their loved one has done for this great nation. I thank you again immensely for listening to this broadcast And you can find us on any of the major carriers for the podcasts, uh, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, all those. You can find this show. If you would like the show and on Facebook and maybe share it when it comes out, I would greatly appreciate it so we can get more and more people to listen to this show. If you could rate the show on your favorite podcast app, whether that's Spotify or Apple iTunes or the little purple podcast app on your iPhone, you can rate me right there. That would be greatly appreciated. I have listeners now from all over the world, believe it or not. I've got people in Lithuania and Ireland and England. So I am super excited to get the word out about how we are Uh, what we're talking about and how we're bringing people hopefully some some good time some entertainment maybe a little knowledge here and there but i just want to thank you again for listening to this show have a blessed and safe memorial day weekend and we will see you next week right here on front row chaos have a great day